One of the things about Mashiach, which I don't think I spoke too much about in the past, is the union of Meirach Vidoin. So that's about Mashiach. One of the unique things about Mashiach is that he'll be able to judge by his sense of smell. Doin Miloshndan. Miloshndin, yeah. The Gemara says there's a Pasuk on the famous uh, prophecy about Mashiach, which you say in the Aftar of Achrin Shal Pesach. It says, that will rest upon Mashiach, Vnachalav Ruach Hashem, Ruach Chachmul Bina, to rest upon Mashiach, a spirit of wisdom and understanding, so on and so forth. And it says, Vaharichai Biras Hashem. And there's a number of explanations what this means. One of the explanations the Gemara says is Vaharichai comes from the word Reach. Mashiach will be able to smell through his fear of Hashem. The mother says this means Mirach Vidoin, they'll be able to smell and be able to judge based on the sense of smell. Now, there's a lot to speak about. Um, I want to discuss an overview first of all, what does it mean halachically that Mashiach will be able to judge by his sense of smell? What's, what, where, what's, what's, the, what's the permissibility according to halacha to judge? The Torah gives clear guidelines how a person has to judge. How a king has to judge, how the Sanhedrin have to judge, there needs to be two witnesses, there needs to be sound testimony. What is, where does this idea of Mashiach judging by sense of smell fit in? And also, I want to discuss a little bit of deeper meaning of what it means that Mashiach will be able to will judge with the sense of smell and how it's applicable in the void of every yid. But first of all, I just want to start off with a, um, like this. A king has special powers that a regular a court doesn't have. What does that mean? You have, let's say in the times of the Beis Hamidash, you had the Sanhedrin and you had the king. Sanhedrin ruled over cases that was involved matters of money, involved matters of life and death, Dine Nefoshis. So what was the role of the king in that regard? So there's a number of opinions about it, but one of, one, of the, uh, one of the points here is, is that a king has the ability as a Hiroa Shah, the Rambam writes as a, sometimes there are, you know, things getting out of hand, there's too many murderers, too much trouble going on. So a king has permission as a temporary thing to, to rule, not according to the criteria of Torah. In other words, to give you a very simple example that everyone probably is aware, Let's say two witnesses see a person running after someone else in the cave with a knife and they see him coming out, the knife is dripping with blood and they see the wound, it's clearly, you know, all forensic evidence will clearly say that this knife was used to murder this person. Nevertheless, you can't kill this murderer because there's no, uh, it's not circumstantial evidence. It's not, you, don't, you didn't actually see how this person was killed, but the two witnesses didn't actually see the act. I mean, there's a concept of even the Sanhedrin, if things got out of hand, they would machnis and the keeper. There's different things that they, they would do. They would uh, to maybe kill this person indirectly, whatever it might be. But there's certain limitations how halach allows the Sanhedrin to, to you know, e- even if there's, it seems like this person killed him, if there's no clear proof, you can't put him to death. It says the king had permission as a hero. He, he wasn't able to do this on a regular basis, but when he felt it was necessary, he was allowed to kill someone, even if according to the laws of the Torah, he couldn't convict him that he has to be killed. If the king sees the need for it, he's allowed to do it. And you have many 
throughout Tanakh you have a number of examples of you know where where this was this was used, but this was done to Poel Mamish. So the king is given the permissibility that even when he doesn't know for sure, so to say, you can't sorry, you can't prove without beyond a shadow of a doubt that this person did this crime. But nevertheless, so many, you know, people are getting away from justice out of it. No person was always you know, because people know that in order to convict someone of murder, they have to, there's certain strict criteria, so they would try to cover up their, uh, huh? Tracks. Yeah, so therefore, once in the, it came at a time like that, the king was able to say, okay, if there's enough circumsta- circumstantial evidence, or there's one with whatever the Rambam gives different... Ba'achov, I don't know, it wasn't al Alocha, but Negehagid Noves. Yeah, but Dotmot Gezak, they brought Aiden, there was Aiden Shaq, what? But false Adam is Adas. Not that Achav just killed himself. They brought Adas that he cursed. Ich verstehe, could have searched the Messias. It stimmt nicht. Okay, okay. They made false witnesses, and then the witnesses came. It was clear that they're lying. And they said that they said they're lying. And they, they but Alpi Halacha. Yeah. So 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 the truth is that even the Sanhedrin has the right in extreme cases to do this. What exactly difference between Sanhedrin and the king is 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 is, is it's a fine line. But Bchalif in the bottom line, this is the role of a king. The role of the king is to enforce justice, even in the cases where regular. The regular justice system, so to say, has its hands tied and they can't enforce the law. So the king has the ability that if one witness says that he killed him, we don't have two aid him, but one witness, the king feels, you know, they, they, you know, this guy is killing people and, you know, something has to be done. So he has the right to put him to death. No, Marcus Maldus, Marcus Maldus, maybe it's not death, but it could be something. Marcus Maldus doesn't necessarily, you know, scare away a potential murderer. You know, if it has to be, if it's that from all Zionists, you should... If, uh, no, no, I'm he, saying Marcus Maldus could, the, the, the king, say if someone is going to, some evidence, we're going to kill the guy. Marcus Maldus doesn't mean that can money... Doesn't mean Malchus. Marcus Maldus could be killing also, no? No, no. Marcus Maldus meant Makino, he says. Kenzai Nachatetsai Nafshi. But anyway, fine. So, so this was the role of the king. Now, I, I would just say that according to some opinions, a king, there's a, there's a whole discussion about what the role of a king was, Alpitoida. There are those opinions that say that a king, when he used to judge people, it wasn't according to the laws of his head. It wasn't required to, in other words, the king could put people to death if he felt it was... It was justified, even if the traitor doesn't say, you know, uh, you have to put him to death, and so on and so forth. There is the whole opinion that the Sanhedrin had to rule according to the traitor. The whole vert, the whole idea of having a king was that a king, he judged based on, uh, you know, what he, you know, on the, whatever it was that was needed to to enforce law on the land. This was his, his steady way of judging. But a lot uh, other opinions disagree with this. I think the Rebbe learns like this pshat. Uh, the, Rebbe, the Rebbe explains a lot according to this. The way the Rebbe explains the definition of a king, the Rebbe accepts it seems more this approach, that the king had to follow halacha, he has to follow the Sanhedrin. His way of passing law and judgment is not different from the laws of the Torah, but the king, the Torah, gives him a right that in cases that are necessary, he's able to... Uh, you know, to, to in order to, to break crime, whatever he's able to go, has extra special measures he's able to use.
So now, let's take this a step further. So in the regular king, in the case that he has a umden of what is called in halach, which means a circumstantial proof that this person committed a certain crime, so if it's necessary, he's able to put that person to death, whatever it is. But the Chiddush of Mashiach, in the terms of halach, is like this. Same way a regular king could use a umden, he could use circumstantial evidence, it's not 100% clear, but it's clear enough. Mashiach will be able to use a sense of smell and know what's and that will be a good enough umdana, that will be a good enough proof, so to say. In other words, the Mashiach won't be able, it's not shot. Mashiach comes, he's able now to, to judge by a sense of smell. A person comes and says, Oh, it's Chaim Mis, it's Mechal Shabbos. Good, but the shaila is the shaila is a pi halacha. You need to have two adam. So the point is that in halacha sometimes says that in certain cases, as a hiroa shah, as 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 something which is, if the time needs, you don't need you you don't need to have clear evidence. (coughs) Those things, Mashiach will be able to use a sense of smell. A regular king that says, you know, ich schmeck the man. I smell the person. I think he's a murderer. We tell them you have no right to put him to death, even if you feel it's necessary because crime rate is going up. You have no right to do it unless you need to have something more substantial that every human being can relate to. Mashiach, his sense of smell will be able to be relied on. That's that's where, that's the way the Rebbe Dragachavar explain where, where the permissibility according to halacha is that Mashiach could judge by his sense of smell. Where according to halacha there needs to be clear evidence. What do you mean? I smell that this person, this zakai, this person is high. Different he has to give money. Different he has to this. In other words, because there is a certain permissibility when there's, when there's a need, there can't be on a constant basis for the king to judge based on circumstantial evidence, based on estimations, and this is a good enough for Mashiach, it's good. Now, the Rebbe asks, the Rebbe spoke about this word that I'm saying, I would find in the Sikh of Achen Shopesach, Tavshin Yudches, and there's also Shabbos, Parsha Shmi, Tavshin Chav Gimel, the Rebbe spoke a lot about Merach Vedoyim. It's not clear. Sichas Kedesh is not very clear. It's a few Hanochas and Feres Menachem. They try to rewrite it. Well, exactly what the Rebbe said is not fully clear. Also, Maimed the Rebbe said that Shabbos. I'll be chassidus on it. What the Teichin Rebbe says is like this. The Rebbe asks a question. If that's the case, how should the Mashiach will be able to judge any case with a sense of smell? It means within this permissibility that Teichin gives the Mashiach will be able to do the sense of smell. So he says, Ay, bazoi, the Chiddush is just that a regular king, for him, he needs to use one type of umdana, he needs to use one type of circumstantial evidence. Face, it's a witnesses that are Allah, maybe you're not fully kosher, whatever, but he's able to use that. The Chiddush of Mashiach is that he has another type of umdana, another type of evidence he's able to use, which is a sense of smell. But there's nothing fundamental new about this thing of Mashiach. There seems to be something... It, it technically is just another it's another type of circumstantial evidence that Mashiach will be able to access no one else did. But you're not being it doesn't in other words you're not you're not highlighting anything specific, specifically great about Mashiach with it. So the Rebbe says, huh? Doesn't mean Nevoah, right? No. It doesn't mean Ruach HaKadosh. No, no, it's not Ruach HaKadosh. It's closer to Ruach HaKadosh, but it's not it's not it's not Ruach HaKadosh. It's not Ruach HaKadosh, because um, the Rebbe clearly, because the Rebbe, it's not Gashmi, so the Rebbe says a word, the Rebbe says, the Nin of Meirech Vedoyin is nothing, it's not Mitzad Mashiach's Din as a Novi. Because a Novi, if a Novi comes and says that I know through Nevoah, that this person is the murderer, you can't put him to death. But the Maimed Rebbe is not similar to that concept. Which Maimed? The Maimed Vedoyin. Which Maimed are you referring to? I think, 
It's not a gilu of uh, a gashmistic gilu. Of course, Meirich Vadoin is a very spiritual gilu. Yeah, yeah, but that's what in other words. But in other words, other words nevuah means uh, no, no, the, it's not nevuah. It's not nevuah. In other words, nevuah means that I know through divine inspiration. Meirich Vadoin means I smell the person. In other words, it's like taking an apple and smelling if it's rotten or not. So Mashiach will be able to smell the person. He'll see it in the person. It's a little different than nevuah. So, B'cholayf and Rebbe's, the word the Rebbe answers, again, it's, it's a Hanukkah that was written at its time, which wasn't, uh, it's not fully clear. But it seems the word the Rebbe is saying like this. The Chiddush the Rebbe uses, the, 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 the words, the language the Rebbe uses is that the Chiddush of Mashiach is, that then it will be constant. What does it mean it will be constant? In other words, that everything that Mashiach will, will do will be in a way of Meirach Vedoin. It's not, Meirach Vedoin is not just a, a something that Mashiach will do, that in case, you know, he... That in case he, he uh, you know, in certain specific cases, since, you know, there's justice needs to be prevail, so he's going to be able to, um, he's, he's going to be able to, um, to be Meirech Vedoin. The Rebbe says, the, the Rebbe emphasizes in a number of other sikhs as well, Meirech Vedoin is a hallmark of Mashiach's state. state. That Mashiach, in everything in the world, will be able to smell through and see what it is. So this is uh, I'm t- this is my understanding of the Rebbe Sikh, and just to fit it in with the candle. It's over there at the highest level. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in other words, the Rebbe says the Chiddush of Mashiach Merdam be the Rebbe says will be in everything. Will be betzmidus. Chiddush of Mashiach everything. Even though, in other words, way I understand the Sikh, even though Api Halacha, Mashiach will only be able to actually judge a person and not use regular evidence because of his sense of smell only in specific cases of its. If it's it's, it's it's needed for that time, but the concept of Mashiach being able to smell and judge is, is something that in everything Mashiach will be able to smell through the essence of everything. So even even if it's not negaya to, to judging a person in a in a court of law, it's regarding being able to reveal the essence of everything. Mashiach will have that ability. That's the way I understand the sicha. And I, the Rabbi says Mashiach will be in every. And the life in Tzmidi, I mean, uh, the whole word the Rebbe just said is that it's only Now, getting back to what, this is this is a nice Pilpala Pinigla, but well, let's get down to, to, to understanding what Meirach Vidoin technically means. So you have, Chesudah speaks a lot about Meirach Vidoin on a, deep, on a very deep level, but the point of Meirach Vidoin, the Rebbe says in a very, the Rebbe says a word in Pshat, the Rebbe, the Rebbe is, is Malbashit, the Rebbe, the Rebbe puts it and closes it, and the Pashat understand in very, in a simple way. The Rebbe says like this: There's a sicha of the Fidik Rebbe in the Kutei Diburim. The Fidik Rebbe spoke, I think it was Tafresh Tzadik, if I'm not mistaken, some Chastera. Spoke a whole Hemshech, a whole series of sichas. Uh, it's one sicha, but it's printed, I think, in the series on on this, uh, on the Navu of Nochel of Ruach Hashem. Fidik Rebbe describes there. What does it mean? Varicha Yibiras Hashem, that Mashiach will judge with a sense sense of smell. So he says, he describes it there primarily, it's interestingly, he's describing it regarding the Dinu Mishpat, or the Yoim Hadin. It will be judgment, who will merit to, to the Giluim of Lasselava. So he says, Mashiach will judge with a sense of smell. It says that Leila, he won't, the Pasuk describes, Leila, he won't judge based on his eyes, his, 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 his ears, with a sense of smell. He says, what does that mean? He says, there's certain things that you see about a person. You could see what he did, what he, he hear, what he said. 
Then there's understanding the person's background, what caused, you know, a person, whatever a person does now was a sacha coil of everything that happened in his life up until now. In order to be able to properly judge a person, you have to really understand his whole life story. You can't judge a person until you know exactly where, you know, his whole back, where he is, his state, um, his place doesn't just mean his physical place. It means, you know, his, his emotional state, his, you know, history, and so on and so forth. Mashiach will be malamit schus on every yid, because Mashiach will be able to show how the fact that a yid behaved in a certain way wasn't due to his stam, roya bechirasa, you know, whatever, uh, because he was stam, you know, decided to do the wrong thing, but because there were certain circumstances, he had a bad upbringing, he had going through a hard time, whatever it might be, that he will bring out where that person inherently is really good. So that's tight she will smell. In other words, he'll smell, he'll be able to reach the essence of the person by understanding the whole background of things. In other words, when a regular, when a, Mashiach will obviously use a Lishchus. It says, to keep in mind when you meet people, it says, that the bigger the word I think from the Ramachim of Chernobyl, the Pshem, the Baal Shem, something, somewhere along those lines. It says that the bigger tzaddik is, the more he's able to be Mulamid Tzchus on the Shem. So a regular person can be Mulamid Tzchus on, said to be Mulamid Tzchus on a real big Rosh, you have to be a real big tzaddik. So Mashiach will be able to be Mulamid Tzchus on every, because of the greatness of Mashiach, Mashiach will be Mulamid Tzchus on every single year. So the word is that, when a person comes to a dying to a to, to a judge, so piyalocha, there's things to take into consideration. It's like the ma'aser, also the dermatlo chenablo, the tzamach said they say a whole ma'aser that uh, there was a certain woman that there was a certain rumor that she sinned with against the ma'aser. So so tzamach said wrote, I think he said that uh, she she can't be with her husband. I forget exactly what exactly the halacha was, but he passed in the halacha based on the piyalocha. This rumor was was to be believed, and he had to act accordingly. So this woman went to the Matla Chinabla, Matla Chinabla looks at her fire, then he sees he doesn't see a mark of this sin. <laughs> I think it was the Samach Sadek, whoever it was, he said that Taita, you know, you have to follow Taita, according to the Taita, says, this is Matla Chinabla, says he doesn't see a mark, it could be through the tears of Tshuva, she erased it. <laughs> you can't take away what Taita says. So Mamela, in other words, according to Taita, you have to follow what your eyes see, what your ears hear. Mashiach will have the ability, he'll be able to, when, when he's judging a person, be able to smell through and get to the core. Smoirach Vadoin is he'll be able to, to get through to the core of what led the person to this. He's going to judge, he's going to be able to reach so and say that's the, the sins that were done before Mashiach came. So not, but not, in other know. words, in this particular sikh, it's discussing the Dinu Mishpat that will be, it speaks about whatever, different opinions about the Yemadin, whatever it is, but it says it will be Dinu Mishpat, who will be Zaychat to Tchiyat Samesim, or Ta'ilam that comes after Tchiyat Samesim, whatever it is. So the, that's what the Fidik Rebbe writes. So the Rebbe explains, the Rebbe explains how Pichsidus, Amirach Vidoy, and Zagilev Yechidesh Abinafesh. It's, 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 whatever it is, Kabbalistically, mystically, the whole word. That said that it says that the food, the, the mouth is the source of I think is the opening of midas, of emotions, and the nostrils represents the gate to, to the intellect. And then in the nostrils is the right nostril and the left nostril. It says like you see when someone is faint, the only way to awaken him is not by giving him food. You give him a nice ice cream, he's not gonna wake up. You have to give him strong Smoke. salts. And then if he's really in the deep faint, you have to use a very strong salt. So there's the right nostril and the left nostril. There's chayim and chayim, the chayim, one is chayim, one is chayim. A lot of chassidah speaks about this. And so Mashiach, Mashiach means that Mashiach will 
be the revelation of Yechidah Shebenefesh, so he'll be able to, so to say, smell through the essence of a person. He'll, the essence, his essence of, of what a Yid is, of the Lekusas will be revealed in Mashiach, he'll smell through the essence of every Yid. The Rebbe says, Another interesting idea the Rebbe says about Merech Vazayin Regeshmak Avort. The Rebbe says that there's certain things that are pihalocha. In avoid this 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 application of Merech Vazayin is obviously in serving day pishtirits. The Rebbe says that in in avoida, there's certain things as Shulchan Aruch says outright. It's permissible. It's not permissible. Then there's certain things that doesn't say clearly. You know, it's what he called Tali Behergish. It depends on you know. So it doesn't say permissibility, it doesn't say clearly it's permissible, it's not permissible. But there's a certain thing, the person has to have a chushareyach. He has to be able to smell, you know, if, if it smells, you know, he has to be able to have a, a smell of, of Yiddishkeit, the smell if it's coming from a, from, from, from a proper source or not. Like the famous story of the Rebbe Rashav, a certain Indian, I mean, the Rebbe Rashav is a very high level of it, but there's a certain Indian, whatever is in there's a certain thing the Rebbe Rashav opposed tremendously at that time. And the Svasamas thing was to get it up. He said, "What is, what is your source that it's completely, you know, upgefrekt? It's completely something totally not within the pale of Yiddishkeit. That it's a klipa." So he said, "That's the way I feel." So he says, "I." Who the Sfarid No, the I think asked the Rebbe Rashab or something. I forgot exactly. That's the way. As I like to chop him. He said, "Aftem shtelstus. This is your source." So like that. Said, by by mitzvah, I train my body to follow everything it says in Shulchan Aruch. Shulchanah says that to do my body should automatically do it. Not to do it, not to do it. says from then on, my body is trained to do the right thing. So if my body doesn't, if I, if I feel a, a, a distance from something, I know that it's not coming from Ketusha. So that's from the level of the Rebbe Rashab. But in Mayenza, every Rebbe, what's Takib Shat, Arichai Biras Hashem? So. The the says like this very interesting thing. I saw a mime that it's brought. The Rav Marash says that the Iker avoid of a Mashiach will come will be Yiras Hashem, not Avas Hashem. It says Mashiach will be so imbued with the fear of Hashem that he'll be able to smell right away if this thing is godly or not godly. He'll be able to smell right away through someone. Mashiach. Yeah. Abdus is he'll be, now there's a person. You have, you know, you have this Indian of, of, of knowing what it says and then being fully connected with Taita. So Mashiach will be, have such a fear of Debesha that he'll be able to, even things that don't say black and white, he'll smell, he'll get to the bottom of it. Is it Ketusha, is it not Ketusha? So the Rebbe says, the Rebbe didn't say this, but the Rebbe Marash, I'm saying, in this Sikha, I see the Rebbe says, in the Avoid of Yid, it means that he has, to, he has to sometimes use a sense of smell. Now, where does it say it's pro- prohibited? It doesn't say anywhere, but... It doesn't smell like it's coming from from Ketush. It doesn't smell from Chesidishkeit, you know. So that's the meaning of of Meirach by by a yid. Now, lechumra you could understand that, but lekulech, I mean, Al-Tarebbe was, uh, was, um, he said that the Al-Tarebbe was, uh, when, I forgot, whenever, in his earlier years, I guess, before, he, there's a question on a shayla on a chicken in his house. His wife took it to the Rav of the, of the Shtetl
Then she brings it to the Atreb, she asks him what's the halach, he looks at it. He says, he says, Api halach, it's kosher, but selik teftem atreif. It's lying on it, a treif. It was a psak from the road. He said it's treif, so it's like, whatever. But I'll tell you a mice, I heard this mice from Mendel Arana from Toronto. He, as a kid, he was, you heard of the chassid, Reb David Haradok, Reb David Kivman. So he was staying in his house. It was nicer that his mother had a shayla and a chicken. It was rubbed in a beautiful lasher. So his wife, his mother, showed the chicken to Rabbi Dukhlasher. Then she chops the chok face of the doctors in her house. She'll show it to him. Shows him the chicken said, I've done it from Shenga Paskin, yeah? So that this chicken they already passed. Yeah, what was the psak kosher is kosher. She was able to sense that they already passed on the chicken. So I guess. It's getting back to this to the subject at hand. So this is that's the other's question. That his answer is it's not shut is it's not occasionally. This is a way of life. Right, right. It's a whole different thing. Right. In other words, it's it's right now now one one thing in shah, like you mentioned before, the Ragachov, I believe also says I couldn't find it tonight. But he says that Indian of of Meirach Vidoin smelling, he says smell is as the Gemara says is a davar neshama nanusman or something that the, the neshama has pleasure, not the body. He says that smell represents. I think he uses there the oisius chomer tsura, whatever is smell relates more to the pnimius of something, not to the actual physical, you know. Uh, it's still gashmis, you make a broch. No, of course, it's still gashmis, but it's 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 another. So in other words, in other words, it's a certain. It's a, so so it's a certain. It's I think he can. I think he I forget it. Whatever b'cholif. In other words, it's a certain. It's 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 a certain understanding of tater or whatever that is not so much you know something that you could uh, make a calculation and come to maskana. Something's in of 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 reyach, but chesedus. Speaks a lot about the mile of Reach how it reaches that semanefesh. I have a number of mizumayim. Rachel Shalpetach Tavshin Yudal Tzrebe speaks a lot about this. Rachel Shalpetach Tavshin Chav Gimel. I'm sure there's more memorim. Those are some of the main memorim the Rebbe speaks about it. So now another, it's just one more, whatever, just another few minutes. Another another point which the Rebbe speaks about, which is that one one of the signs the Gemara says one one opinion at least in Chazal. Is that Barkeichel was killed because the Chachamim tested him? Barkeichel said, "I'm a Shiach." The Chachamim tested him, and they saw that he doesn't have this quality of Meirach Vedoyim, being able to smell. So they killed him. And the Raiva, the Rambam writes, the Mashiach doesn't have to do miracles in Hilchos Melach and Perek Yudalaf. And the Raiva right away questions with the Gemod. They killed Barkeichel because he wasn't able. To be meirach v'doyin to smell and judge. So, 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 learns that meirach v'doyin is one of the simonim of Mashiach. Way how you tell these Mashiach is that he has the sense of smell. The way the Rebbe has a whole long ariches in the sicha and b'chukaisa in the sicha of shtei tikufus and chelach of zayim b'chukaisa. Very long God, I don't want to get into. But the Rebbe says the point that the Rebbe makes is first of all in Chazal there's different opinions about b'chukaisa whatever. I don't want to get into. But the point the Rebbe makes is the Rambam obviously also agrees that Mashiach. Is going to reach to the level of Meirach Vidoin. I mean, what, but the point that the Rambam is, well, the point that the Rambam is trying to say is that it's not a simon, it's not a sign of Mashiach. Mashiach's what proves that he's Mashiach is that the Rambam gives criteria. He has to be a Melech and based off it. He has to return the Shleim Zotayim. It's so on and so forth. 
the 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 quality of Merach Vedoin could happen later. Could be could be the Mashiach start. Could happen before also. Could happen before also. In other words, if you don't see it, if you don't see it, it doesn't mean that it's, it's not. It doesn't. It's not. Doesn't block him from the ability to be Mashiach. It could happen later. I saw someone start explaining. You see it also in the Pesukim of Mashiach. You see the Pesukim mentioned different things. Whatever in the Pesukim Vachnish or Pesach, it says. Later, you look at a sequence, it's different. In other words, you could understand the Rambam looks. I don't want to get him in the Nebuchim style, but it says, V'nochel of Ruach Hashem, will rest upon him a spirit of Hashem. So, the, the, what does that mean? The Rambam explains that sometimes a person feels, you had certain heroes in Jewish history, what gave them the ability to go on fights. He says they felt. In view, they felt possessed with some type of spirit of gvura, of, of, of nitzachin, but they felt they were able to go ahead and do it. So he says, this is like you find by Shimsh and others. I think he touches, that's touched by Mashiach, Nochel of Ruach Hashem. In other words, Debesha gives, endows a person with a certain spirit of, he says it's not nevuah. But I'm going to think, explains my nevuah, it's not an idea of pro- prophecies, even a higher level. Sometimes certain people, they feel empowered to do something, it's coming from Debesha. It's not the level of Nevoah. So it could be according to the Rambam that there's different, so to say, at least in the, in the matzav of, you know, Vloy Zoch, where the minimal should be minimal of the requirements of Mashiach, that is Nochalov, then there's Vaharichoy, there's Merech Vadoim. It doesn't happen, it doesn't happen right away. But nevertheless, Pcholaifen, the Rebbe spoke a number of times, according to the David, you see how Merech Vadoim is, 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 is Negea to the Etsem. That's um, uh, thing of Mashiach. I'll, I'll also finish up with one word. Rogachover says, similar to, to the way the Rebbe Lumshat and the Gemara says, the whole famous thing, I don't want to get into this, but there's a Yerushalmi that says that the binion of building the base Hamidash comes before the kingdom of Mashiach. That was the Zionists used that as a proof that Mashiach doesn't have to come to build the base Hamidash. We could return there to Israel, build the base Hamidash on our own. And the Rebbe Rashab wrote a whole long letter, which is the Rebbe quotes a number of times, and he explains that obviously Mashiach will come before the building of the Beis It means that the complete kingdom of Mashiach will only take place after the building of the Beis Hamitash. The Rogachar says a very similar thing, but in his style he explains the whole thing. He says that the Machos Beis David, or the Gemara also says in Psachim, Shmoishal Mashiach, that there's a building of Beis Hamitash and Shmoishal Mashiach, that the name of Mashiach comes after the building of the Beis Hamitash. He says the ultimate capability of Mashiach. To be able to judge by a sense of smell only takes place after the building of the Beis Hamikdash. So that's what it means that the building of the Beis Hamikdash comes before the kingdom of Adav Damalach. In other words, this idea that Mashiach will be able to judge by a sense of smell is the ultimate level of Malchus, of kingdom. That level of kingdom will only be manifest after the building of the Beis Hamikdash. But it doesn't mean that the building of the Beis Hamikdash happens without Mashiach. It means that then, at least in a revealed level, you don't have to have Mashiach by that level of Meirach Vedoin. I think it is. Then take it from me at Mamish.